Welcome to the Fletcher Murder Files with your host Brian and Moose. Welcome to the, the Fletcher Murder Files, and this is episode two. Deadly Lady. And I'm joined Correct. by Moose. On oh, this I, should have, I should have waited until you introduced me before I started talking. I'm sorry. Oh, it should have <laughs> been my surprise witness. Surprise <laughs> witness. So, this so one... Murder She Wrote. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Murder. Yeah, this, this one is set in Cavett Cove. This is her hometown murder. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. There's still a population at this time. <laughs> There's still a population. Uh, not everyone has been killed off quite yet. No. Or arrested for the murder of those people killed off quite yet. <laughs> so this one, we see uh, Jessica. And she's... Um, there's a storm, isn't there? There's a big storm coming to the... Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a hurricane going on right now. It, it starts off with like a, a lighthouse and the, whoosh, the waves whooshing about at nighttime. Yes. And uh, then we cut right into uh, Jessica's in her house working on her next novel, her next murder mystery. And she's typing away. She just wants the power to stay on long enough so she can finish this chapter. Three more paragraphs. That's all yes. I need. Uh, no, it's it... not going to happen. Then there's a knock at the door, and it's Captain Ethan, I think. Yes. Uh, he's, he's checking. Aiken, yeah. yeah he's, he's checking to see if Jessica's okay, if she's got everything she needs, and very neighborly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he says something about there's a ship just off the coast that's in trouble. Yeah, crazy people out and don't have enough sense to stay in and out of the rain. Yes. And uh, uh, yeah, they're going to, he's waiting till. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. He's waiting until the next day. You know what? I've, I've messed this all up. <laughs> you continue. <laughs> it's waiting until the Edit next that day. Part out. <laughs> yes. You shouldn't be out on a night like this. I know that woman. You think I'm a nitwit? Don't ask questions that beg obvious answers. I guess you're okay. Leastways, there's nothing wrong with your tongue. Don't often see a hurricane this bad this far north. Real deadly lady, this one. I appreciate your concern, but I got plenty of candles and firewood. And as soon as you get out of here, I'm going to bed. As long as you're in one piece, I believe I'll go do the same thing. Oh, Coast Guard picking up distress signals from some damn fools out there in the yard. In this storm, you think they'll be all right? Well, if they are, they are. I can't get to them till it clears. Wouldn't you think people would have more sense? Mm-hmm. Good night. <laughs> night. And, uh... And that's really that scene, isn't it? Then we, uh, then in the morning, Jessica's out for a run, like normal. Right. She does a, a couch to five k, doesn't she? Every every day, I guess. Every day, every day, because she doesn't drive, as you know. Yeah. yeah, she 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 cycles her bike or she she runs. There there are safe. two forms, and she and she comes across a bloke cutting a, a garden, a, a, sh- a shrubbery up, isn't he? Is <laughs> a and, and, and she says, oh, that's, you should know this is private property. And he says, oh, 
well, actually, the, these uh, these flowers are overgrowing and stuff, and uh, I'm, I'm cutting them back. And uh, he goes, I'll gladly, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just a guy looking for some food, and I, I don't believe in taking handouts, so I'll so, gladly work for you for uh, breakfast. Yes, yes. Uh, excuse me, uh, this is private property. You're the lady of the house? Yeah, I live here. Shame to let these weeds get a toehold like this. Too good a garden to go to ruin. Well, my marigolds are hardly going to seed. Mr. Uh... Name's uh, Ralph, ma'am. I'm uh, mighty hungry, but I don't believe in taking handouts. Now, if you could spare me a good breakfast, I'd be willing to work for it. Admirable. But I'm not sure what there is to do around here. Window casements need paint. A whole house, for that matter. No offense intended, but I believe in being direct. Well, so do I. Well, come on in the house and I'll fix you some eggs. Eggs will be fine as soon as I finish with this. Work first. And uh, and she says, oh, okay. And, and he points out some things like the house needs painting and this needs doing and that needs doing. He's it's, it's, it's got a full-time job there by the sound of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he says he's a hobo. Yeah, he's a hobo. <laughs> hobo he's hoboing called, around. Hobo called Ralph. And then, uh, you know, he sees that she's got a book and everything, and uh, he's like, oh, uh, I, I, I've read this. I know who you are. Yes, you're and... Jessica Fletcher. I've read this one. It's really good. And she says, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, you're no hobo. Hobos wouldn't call themselves hobos. <laughs> exactly. They don't say hoboing. They say bowen. Yeah. And she says, and I could clearly see you used to have a watch. It's gone now, but you can see the mark of it on there. He goes, you're, you're, you're no vagrant. And, and he, he says, yeah. well, you know, my company let me go after so many years. They gave me the gold watch. That's the one that's missing from my wrist. Uh, but it goes, I just, I wanted to see the, the world. The, well, America, because there's no other place apart from America. I want to see yeah. America. <laughs> and, and she says, and he says, uh, I could have got on a tourist bus. and But this is much more the way to experience it. Working yeah. from my living from place to place, yeah. more Just personal like that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Hey, I read this story. Good book. You wrote this. I did. Mrs. Fletcher, you astound me. Oh, Ralph, you're not astounded at all. As a matter of fact, you're full of clam dip. Now sit down and eat. <laughs> Ma'am, you uh, misjudge me. No, sir, you misjudge me. That book is a pre-publication copy. It hasn't even been released yet. Uh, secondly, your clothes may be faded, but they are exquisitely tailored. And third, the term is Bowen, not Hoboen. And finally, on your wrist is the imprint where a watch used to be. Where have you got it stashed, Ralph? Uh, I didn't steal it. I didn't think you did. How'd you take your coffee? Just black. Truth is, Miss Fletcher, I have been bumming around. But like you just guessed, it hasn't been for long. My uh, company just retired me after 42 years, gave me a small pension and the uh, proverbial gold watch. Then all of a sudden I realized there was a whole lot of this world that I hadn't seen. Now I, I was faced with... Uh, two choices. I could hop on a tour bus with the rest of the fogies, or I could see America from the ground up. Then she gets a phone call. Yes. 
And it's Amos Tapa, the uh, sheriff of the town. He's and got he's mystery. got a little problem. Yeah, he's got a mystery for her. Yeah. They towed that boat in that yes. was uh, the distress signal from the other night. And uh looks like there may be a case of murder. Yes, it does indeed. Oh, oh someone's fallen off the boat is what they thought at first, don't they? Right, right. So and she goes they... down there and she meets with the... Uh, 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 Amos Tupper and uh, yes. Claude Aikens again, Ethan. Ethan, yes. And uh, turns out there's four daughters on yes. the boat. I I have uh, their names uh, here. I have a, an audio of their names. So so we won't forget them. So Tony, Mark and David, Anna and Sue. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh, I, but it was it was right. <laughs> uh, I think it was it was it was Maggie Grace. Yes. Nan and Lisa. That's right. Nancy who's called Nan, isn't she, for some reason? Nan. It's worse. Nan is worse. It's like oh And uh, Lisa is of course not Lisa Earl, she's Lisa Shelby, uh, Shelby Earl. Shelby. <laughs> and Grace isn't Grace oh is she Lamont or something, isn't she? Grace Lamont, yeah, that's yes. it. But her husband's gone. Yeah, her husband's Lisa gone. Shelby has called her husband to come rushing in. Exactly. Yes. Now, suppose you tell her just what happened out there on the boat last night. Oh, Sheriff, mind your manners. I'll have to meet everyone first. Oh, sorry. Uh, this is Nancy Earl. Nan. Hello, Nan. Hello. Oh, that's lovely. Did you knit that yourself? No, but I designed it. Oh, it's delightful. Thank you. Maggie Earl. I read your latest book. It was a hoot. Well, thanks. It was a hoot to write. <laughs> and uh, this is uh, Lisa Earl. Shelby. Uh, Shelby. Lisa Earl Shelby. My husband has been notified he is on his way. Oh, how nice. And I'm Grace Earl Lamont. My husband hasn't been notified. As a matter of fact, he left four years ago and no one's heard from him since. I wonder if we wouldn't be more comfortable inside. So they explained that uh, they were out in the middle of the storm. Yes. They, they know exactly point, where they were, though. They, exact they, they knew exactly where they were at what time. Yes. And the waves came over and took their father off the boat, and he's gone. So what happens next? <laughs> You're the man with the notes. <laughs> yes. Then Jessica goes back to the uh, to her house, and uh, right. she she gets a phone call that there's been a, a call made from to Paris from her uh, her land from the operators. Let's lets her know. Exactly. She yes. goes outside and she finds, uh, oh, we didn't say his name. He's going by uh, the guy fixing up the house, going by Ralph. Or Rolf, uh, I'm not sure. Rolf he, Rolf. He's outside, laying yes. on a hammock, yeah. listening to some Mozart. He is indeed, on his, on his Sony Walkman. Yeah. And she's like, Paris, it was only $9 and some odd cents. It must not have been a long call. And he's like, Paris, Kentucky. <laughs> Paris, Texas, isn't it? Yes. No, Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, is it Kentucky? I thought it was Texas. I know, right? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, how many Parises are there? I guess four or five, I guess. It's your country; you should know. <laughs> At least three. Well, it's two here, but then she uh, goes into the house with him. He's pointing out some things that need to be done. That's right. And uh, he picks up uh, a pipe. Yes. And uh, he's like, uh, "A good pipe is is what yes. you need after a good meal." Yes, and he knows it's a quality pipe. And she goes, "It was my husband's." He goes, "You keep it." No, you have it. It's, it's better to get some use than Gavis dust in my house. Yes, and uh, uh, at first he's saying no, but you know he accepts it. But uh, this is where you get to see 
the wonderful acting of Angela Lansbury. Yeah. You, she's she's uh, sad about it, and she's uh, remembering her husband. And uh, it's, it's all emoted, isn't it? Emoted in the oh, eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But but Ralph says I'm going to need some supplies for to, to doing this. I don't know what is it, guttering or it's something. And he's, right. And she she she, she he says this is about fifteen dollars. I'm going to need and <laughs> exactly. And he leaves, doesn't he? Hmm. And just then, yes. No, wait a minute. See, I'm jumping ahead. I'm oh, thinking right, of something that's. <laughs> I'm now I'm trying to remember. And the murderer we're at. was. <laughs> like I told you before, uh, you know, it, it's funny. It, it these are short episodes, yeah. but there's so many little twists and turns and movements that I really I'm going to have to take a, a like a bullet outline just to remember exactly <laughs> yes. where we are. Where we jump from. That's all I've got, brilliant outlines. Uh, very good. Well, yeah. key me in. <laughs> uh, it turns out the father's death was no accident. I think, I think oh, what happens found... is Angela oh, no, no, works no. out through, through something that the exact coordinates they were at, they were in the eye of the storm at that time. There would be no rough seas. It wouldn't have been pushed out. And, and so when they exactly. get all the sisters together uh i think it's lisa is it lisa who confesses no maggie maggie sorry maggie confesses uh maggie did it she says he was a beast a monster i had a gun and i shot him twice and he went and uh, all the other girls were down downstairs downstairs in the ship and uh so they didn't see it happen but the story that we told you is true no grace i'm afraid not You see, you said that shortly after midnight, your father was swept overboard. Yes, that's right. And that you were three miles due east of Monhegan Island? Yes. Well, at that time and at that place, your yacht would have been in the eye of the hurricane. The sea would have been dead calm. Well, they obviously had their position wrong. That's it. We were lost. Yes, we were just lost. No! Maggie, please don't. We were not lost. And he was not swept overboard. Mrs. Fletcher's right. My father's death was no accident. I killed him. Suppose you uh, tell us exactly how it happened, Miss Rue. Dad didn't die last night. It happened the night before. We were alone on deck. He was drunk. And we fought as usual. I don't remember what it was about. My sister's money doesn't really matter he could pick a fight over anything i had a gun in my purse i keep it for protection he came towards me vaguely remember taking it out firing twice then we were down below when we heard the shots yeah, so she said she shot him, and he went overboard. Yeah, and and the sheriff, uh, what is it? Uh, and he says, "Oh, well, it's still murder. You know, I'm going to have to arrest you." I guess from the start, we should have said that Stephen Earl isn't just a regular guy. He owns a big company, the Mark of Earl. Yes. Uh, well, you know, he used to be an actor, and now he gets he opened up this company you know, for makeup, yes, and that's right. he's worth 
100 million, million dollars. 100 million will be shared between the uh, his, his daughters. Yeah. But uh, apart so that, from Maggie, because she killed yeah, him. Yeah, so that's she, why Amos Tupper in the beginning was like, oh, we need to hold off on this. Yeah. Because uh, they were pushing yeah. for a coroner's inquest so they could, uh, you know. And, and Amos says, oh, where the, the tides and that, the body will wash ashore in, in what one to two days, you know. That's where they usually now, end up. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, Lisa, uh, her husband, uh, played by Dak Rambo, one of the Ooh. coolest names in Hollywood, <laughs> has shown up. And uh, he's very businesslike, and he's like, we need to get this coroner's inquest done yes, uh, so that the reins of power can move on. And uh, Amos Tupper's like, uh, not until we find the body, not, sorry. Not, not, got to produce a body first. And the next day, a body is produced. Yes, they find the, the body on the beach. Yeah, and of course we've seen uh, that jacket on that person. Yes. The person's face down in the water, and so right away we're like, oh boy, we know is, who this is. Is this Ralph? It's Ralph. Yeah, but but the daughters do identify it as their father as well. Right. And it's exactly like she said, there's two gunshots in him, but they also find a pair of shoes, don't they, at the scene? Yeah. Now, when they go, they go back to uh, Maggie. Yeah. And they say, you know, who's in jail right now for the yeah. murder, and says because uh, she confessed, yeah. and says, "Hey, we found the body." And she's like, "That's impossible. It couldn't have been." Yeah, he's dead. He shot twice, like you said. And he was like, yeah. "He's not dead. No. I didn't kill him. It was it was a ploy so, all along. He wanted to just disappear." And uh, Nancy or Nan, uh, 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 our boyfriend's a gold digger. We were going to expose him. By this charade. Right. Because he would come in once the dad's dead to try. Because it paid him off a long time ago to go away and never come back. Right. And uh, recently, Ralph, or Stephen Earl, his real name, had had a a heart attack. And he feared that uh, if he died, that Terry guy that they were worried about would come back into Nan's life and try to weasel in there. Because he's a fortune hunter, like you said. Yeah, he's no Greek god, is he? No. So he they uh, they concocted this elaborate scheme so that uh, you know Nan could see that uh, this Terry guy was a bad guy. Yes, that's right. Now Mr. Carby looks dead, and I am very angry about it. Tell me, how long would you say that he was in the water? In the um, really couldn't say, but the coroner will be able to tell, I'm sure. He better. You sit right here, Miss Earl, please. Thank you, Emma. What is it, Sheriff? Is there any news? Yes, ma'am. Oh, uh, Miss Fletcher has to be here. I hope you have no objection. Of course not. What's happening? Well, I didn't want to say anything till we had positive identification, but uh, your father's body washed up on shore early this morning. What? Shot twice in the chest, just like you described. No. That's impossible. He can't be dead. Well, now, that's a mighty strange thing to say, considering that only yesterday you confessed to killing him. I might have confessed to killing him, Sheriff, but I didn't kill him. What? I didn't kill him. My story was a lie. He left the yacht voluntarily, alive, on an inflatable raft that he had hidden away before we set sail. Oh, now, now, now hold on, ma'am. You better just slow down and start from the beginning. It was all a scheme. We'd planned the whole thing out, the sailing trip. Everything was organized to unmask a fortune hunter named Terry Jones. Ah, yes. 
your sister's former fiance. Fellow we met. But something backfired. (laughs) That's right. Backfired twice into his chest. So, uh, so, and, uh, well, so Jessica totally believes, um, uh, Maggie that, uh, that that's not what happened on the boat. And, and, she can back that up because at the time where they supposedly had killed him on the boat or she had supposedly killed him on the boat, he was having dinner and breakfast that one time at her house. Yes. Breakfast and dinner. eh? Mm. Amos is like, what? What? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Jessica tells the reporter who's come along because he's got a picture, hasn't he, of of him in his younger days as an actor. Exactly. And, this reporter has. and she says, don't you report any of that about the breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> now, by, by this stage, did you feel you had an inkling who the killer might be? There was a, there was a point. There was a, a little bit of a red herring there. There was a point where uh, one of the girls was behind Jessica and just sort of gave a look towards Jessica and it was that shifty eye thing, and it was Maggie. Uh, now she's already confessed to the murder, and then found out that it wasn't the murder. So yes. then I'm like, oh, well, that's a bit. Well, that, that I don't know. Sort of red hair in, yes. So originally, I was thinking Maggie. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Grace, because Grace said it 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 driven her husband away. Oh, that's right. We may have uh, brushed over that. Yeah. That uh, she felt that uh, none of the daughters or the sisters uh, were going to miss the father because he was very controlling. Yes. And uh, you know, the one girl uh, was obviously able to marry, but he drove away Grace's husband, uh, Maggie. He turned into a house frau, as I said, she stayed home and took care of the, uh, the house and him. And, uh, and she had kicked out uh, or gotten rid of this man's boyfriend. Yes. Nan was it's obviously the younger of the sisters as well. So Grace Grace held a grudge uh with a father. Yes. So at that point we don't know who who's guilty now. Yes, it could, it could really be any of them. But I thought apart from I thought oh well Maggie is probably clear then because it's made to set up like it's Maggie. But Yeah. It turns out the shoes by the father were actually Nan's pink designer shoes because she likes designing clothes she doesn't make them she designs them other people make them right and these were particular on the beach yeah on the beach they were combing around for like the gun or something like that and they had found the heel of a shoe and then the the shoes as well the rest of the shoes yeah jessica the heel was missing and jessica says ah let's look where we found them shoes and she finds the heel as well and she feels Mm -hmm. ah and, and, and I think right then she knows whose shoes these are. Yes, and she's she started to work out a theory already. And she so, she, uh, she asks um, not to say about the shoes. Don't don't reveal about the shoes, and we just say we found this heel by the, on the beach. Oh yeah, they so they go and uh, they they talk to Nan. Yeah, and uh, and she has Nan put the shoes on yes. to she, verify she, uh, that well, they're because uh, I thought this is because Nan says these are my shoes. They're definitely my shoes. And but Jessica still insists she try them on. Yeah. And I, I thought, well, why is she try? They're going to fit, aren't they? They're ours. But there, there was another reason which I didn't pick ah, up see, on. You were just like Nan. Nan was yeah. like, these are my shoes. Yeah. Of course they're going to fit. Yeah, just humor me. Try them yeah, on. That's right. 
and she does so we're in nan we're, we're like nan at that point in time yeah. we're like what's going on yeah what's, what's what's this about so she tries them on they're her shoes yeah amos is going to arrest her yes and uh jessica thinks that's a good thing yes to, yeah, to, to so. take her into custody probably for protection because jessica doesn't think that she's really the killer yes and, and while she's in custody terry who is richard hatch isn't it her apollo apollo himself comes in and he, he says why why have you arrested that what's this going on he goes and amos is going well it could have been you two working together because they had an alibi for each other and he says right uh, but then, like, whoa, 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 whoa! Well, huh. Terry's going. Well, well, well. She, she was late coming to me she, she, for, for for three hours. I didn't know where she was, and all this. <laughs> and, and he says, "I've got, to, I've got to go," and he disappears. <laughs> and then, what's going on? I understand you got Nan locked up back there. That's right. And come the morning, she'll be locked up in Portland. Charges murder, Mr. Uh, uh, Jones. Jones, you're plain and simple. Yeah, well, plain and simple sounds more like you, Sheriff. There's no way Nan could have killed her father last night because she was with me from 7.30 until 4 in the morning in Portland. Yes, that's what Miss Fletcher tells yeah, me. Yeah, and the murder occurred at 10 o'clock. Well, now, I'm not so sure about that. You see, we got this note says it might have happened at 10, but the coroner says it could have happened as early as 7, 7.30, and she could have done it. That's ridiculous. Of course, maybe the two of you were in it together. Uh, no, wait a minute. Portland desk clerk says you checked in around nine, but no one saw either one of you after that. Both of you could have come back, killed him, and then gone back to the motel. That's crazy, Sheriff. I never left Portland, I swear. Look, uh, I can't believe Nan's guilty. But if she is, I mean, if she did kill him earlier and then came to meet me, well, I wouldn't know anything about that. Well, I hope not. Because in this state, being an accessory is about the same as being a killer. Well, as long as you're here, I see no reason why you shouldn't see her. Thanks, Sheriff, but I got business to take care of. Well, you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Uh, Nan is, is listening to all this, and she thinks, ah, oh, typical. It, as soon as he's implicated, <laughs> he's off. <laughs> so, uh,. So we managed to get rid of uh, Apollo or uh, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after all, so so now there's a there's a bit where they uh, she hands a package to Maggie and says, "Oh, I'm really tired. Could you give this to Amos for me, uh, the sheriff? It's it's, it's uh, evidence or something." And, yeah, and she, she goes she goes over to the hotel. Yes, and she meets up with all the girls yes. there because they were celebrating, and. Uh, you know, she had said that she had found the heel yes. of the one of the shoes, yeah. and uh, the pair of shoes, and that uh, they've arrested Nan. Yes, that's it. And she wants to search all their rooms, and they're not having it. Or the no, one no, lady, Elisa, is not, like, I'm not having it. Not by you. But uh, the the other girls say, uh, "Not a problem. Uh, you, you can search our rooms, and yeah, you, uh, you can look. But you won't find any." Matches. The Maggie said. I would yeah. say Maggie says you can find you can search my room. I don't have a problem. Yeah. And besides, I don't even wear pink shoes. Yes, right. she does. And instantly, I knew she slipped <laughs> up because I hadn't mentioned the color of the shoes to them. Arrested Nan. What? Arrested Nan? That's crazy. What are you talking about? Well, the sheriff discovered a heel of a shoe wedged into the rocks down by the beach. Nan has already admitted that it was hers, but the shoes are missing. You mean she broke off her heel while she was out on the beach last night? Very close to the spot where her father was murdered. Wait a minute, you found it a heel but no shoes? That's right. Look, this is very presumptuous and, and probably quite insulting, but I do know how sisters are. I know how they trade off clothes and, well, 
Is it possible that one of you could have worn those shoes? Yes, you are right, Mrs. Fletcher. That is very insulting. Is it also possible that she could have made a mistake, that the heel was not off her shoes? What are you saying? You want to search our rooms? Something like that. Well, you're not going to search mine, lady. Not without a search warrant, and certainly not by you. Come on, Brian, let's go to bed. Well, unlike my sister, Mrs. Fletcher, I haven't got anything to hide. My room is just outside. Search away. You're welcome to search my room afterwards, but I'm afraid Nan and I wear different sizes, and I don't wear pink. Yeah, so, uh... But she hands her so a bag you... and says, oh, uh, I'm really tired. I've got need to get some sleep. I'm going to jump on my push bike and go home. Could you give this to the sheriff? And right. in that is evidence is the heel of the shoe. And uh, so now we're at, uh, we're at Jessica's house. We are. And indeed. it's late at night. And it's yes. dark. And a smash and, uh, of the window. Smash. A burglar. Yes. of some sort, you know, breaks through and then uh, opens the door and starts sneaking around yes. and is about to go up the steps when the lights turn on. Yes, and Jessica's sitting there. Yep, and uh, camera pans up and she knew who it was going to be and it's Maggie. It was Maggie indeed. She says, it's too bad you won't re report this or whatever and she pulls a gun on her and she says, it's just a house burglary. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time in your own house. Or something. And, um, and Je I'm Jessica's you like, oh, your scenario for this is terrible. First yeah. of all, there's no burglars in Cabot. Oh. No. And, she goes, and secondly, yes. oh, yeah, you say, and secondly, as soon as I heard the glass break, I called the sheriff, Amos Tupper, and he's been listening <laughs> this <Yeah>. whole time. <laughs> and she's, she's hidden the phone behind a plant, but it's off the receiver, isn't it? So they're listening in. Yeah. Yes, but the but the point the point is that you know Maggie uh, killed her father because uh, you know it, she hated her life that she was uh, this this as he again as she had said earlier house frau that had to stay home and uh, controlled all the daughters' lives and but at, also at the same time uh doted on nan the the youngest daughter youngest, got all the love and attention didn't she yes exactly and so maggie was very jealous of that so she hates not only hated her father but she hates nan too and yes. didn't mind framing her for the murder of their father that's right now i'll have to have that glass pane repaired you were expecting me weren't you you know i was I wasn't sure. But after I opened the paper bag and found this, I knew it was a message. I slipped, didn't I? Just before we entered Grace's room, you said you didn't wear pink. And you never mentioned that the shoes were pink, did you? No, I didn't. If it makes you feel any better, I knew you were guilty before that. But how? Because everything pointed to an obvious frame to implicate Nan. Not obvious. She could have done it. She and Terry. No. You see, those shoes also prove that Nan couldn't have killed her father. It's rocky out there, Maggie. <laughs> no place for bare feet. If Nan had lost her shoes, she would have had to walk a couple of hundred yards along a rocky path to leave the beach. Now, back in her room, when I asked Nan to try on her shoe, I knew it was hers. But I wanted to see the bottom of her feet. They were unblemished. Now, once the frame was obvious, it was also obvious who'd engineered it. 
the one person who, with sisterly affection, had told Nan of Terry Jones's imminent arrival at Portland Airport to be sure that she had no alibi. Under the guise of Cupid, you were setting your sister up for a murder charge. You're very clever, Mrs. Fletcher. Merely logical. You're the clever one, Maggie. Taking advantage of your father's plan, actually confessing to shooting him, knowing full well that the police investigation would exonerate you. I hated him for what he did to me. But once, uh, that's very, you know, that's very risky for yes. uh, Jessica to be there with the, the criminal coming in. Amos Tubber's on the phone. He's not there in the wings no. ready to come in. No. So, you know, she could have, she still could have <laughs> shot Jessica. Yeah, yeah. And, and fled the country <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> but apparently, you know, she's going, she, she is going to turn herself in. Yes. And then it's the next morning yes. and uh, uh, Claude Akins has shipped everybody off and took them to their boat. Yes. Nan is leaving. Yeah. And uh and she promises to write. Yes. Uh and uh then uh Claude Akins, uh, Ethan is like, hey, the the fisher, the bass are snapping out there and uh you know wants to go fishing and Jessica hops in right away and off they go. As long as he baits a hook, which which we as know always. what that means. Yeah. <laughs> we know what it's talking about. Yeah, Stop it. <laughs> so, so why was Maggie breaking into Jessica's house? I don't say to, to do the shoes to kill her. Is it just to kill her? Uh, because I don't think, uh, you know, yeah, it was just to kill her because yeah. Maggie uh, didn't think that she had told Amos yet they were going to talk to her and talk to oh, Amos. That's in the right. Morning. He was talking to and also she realized she'd slipped up with, by saying the pink shoes. Yeah, she realized that. She's like, you yes. didn't tell me the color, did you? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 always funny. Uh, there are things uh, in Murder, She Wrote that they pop in there because they want you to have a chance to solve the crime. In, in some of but the episodes. <laughs> a lot of times they do it in such a way that you're like, ah, ah, and you, you hear it. So when she yeah. was like, I don't wear pink shoes. Yeah, instantly, right there. instantly knew it was her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did have a little bit of trouble telling the sisters apart. Some of them were very uh, same sort of hair. Well, I suppose they're sisters. It's supposed to be. <laughs> See that? Yeah, that was my problem with this episode. There was it was four sisters. Jeez, yes. four sisters. Um, two of them really didn't have much to do. No, uh, mostly it's just Maggie and Nan. That's right. Yes. Uh, and the other ones are just there to slowly push the, the the story along. Yes, I suppose they needed some some. You had to have other characters to blame, or could be possible suspects. Uh, yeah, uh, Richard Hatch. Apollo was barely in the episode. He was, yeah, a very young Richard Hatch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Dak Rambo had yes. a little bit more of a uh, presence in the show as yeah. the uh, the husband to the daughter Lisa. Yes. Was, was Lisa also in Battlestar Galactica? Uh, I don't know. She was in a lot of like episodes, like one episode of this and that. And she was in the movies in the 70s, uh, Cassie Yates. Uh, but I didn't see Battlestar Galactica pop up. That would have been funny. Yeah, I think one of the others was in Battlestar Galactica as well. 
Very possible. Uh, yeah. The other daughters that, that I know were uh, uh, June Lockhart, which very famous because her her mom. Uh, um, oh no, no, not June Lockhart. Her her name's uh, oh, what's her name? Her last name's Lockhart. I can't remember her first name. Her mother was June Lockhart, who was the uh, the Robinson mother on uh, Lost in Space. Oh. And her and her father was Gene Lockhart, uh, Bob Cratchit uh, from uh, the uh, Reginald Owen Christmas Carol and a number of other wonderful things. And Lockhart. And Lockhart, yeah. So she's from a long line of uh, famous movie people. Yes. And, you know, when you're watching uh, Murder, She Wrote, you're always going to get, usually, you're always going to get somebody in there as an older actor that's, at some point in time, was friends in real life with Angela Lansbury. Yes. And uh, Ralph Howard Duff has been in the business for oh, years, yes. you know, for a long time. Not not as a, a huge actor, but uh, a really good one with a yeah, lot of heart. I thought you recognized him. Yeah. And uh, he, he he was married at one point in time to Ida Lupino, uh, and they were a big like power couple back in the day or very famous. And uh, I'm sure that uh, Angela Lansbury were, were, was one of their friends. So, so it turns out that Anne Lockhart was in Battlestar Galactica. Ah, yes. Yes. Like not even just one episode, more no, episodes, she, right? She was a regular character. Yeah, exactly. Now, as, as soon as you said that, I can imagine her in that outfit. <laughs> I bet you can. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to find a character name. Uh, it was 80s, wasn't it? Uh, 80. It's a, what? I thought you said atheist. Like terrible character. No, it was name. before 80s. It's 79 because they did a Battlestar Galactica 80, didn't they? Uh, which was uh, which was the best series ever. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I watched it as a kid. Yeah, Jerry Jeremy Brett in it. So why wouldn't you? <laughs> was he in an episode? He was in a couple of episodes. Really? <laughs> yes. He huh. was a bad, bad, bad. He's got that look. Yeah. You know. he, he was a, a pilot, a Viper pilot. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll, have to, you'll be Googling that now. <laughs> yeah, I will be. <laughs> because he'd be in that same brown outfit that the rest of them had on. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. All right. There's a, she was in Quantum Leap. There you go for an episode. Doogie Howser. Well, Doogie. The Highway Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know Maggie. I recognize Maggie uh, Marilyn Hassett. Uh, she'd only been in like twenty nine or twenty one different things that I could see on IMDb. But I remember her from one of her early roles. It was a movie called The Other Side of the Mountain about this famous skier that was crippled. A part one and part two, and that's the only thing I'd ever seen her on. And then boom, she pops up in this. I'm like, God, I know her from something. That was it. And Lockhart was uh, Lieutenant Sheba. And she was in 12 Sheba. episodes. That's a great name. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things, uh, you know, th there are many, many recurring characters in Cabot Cove. And there this are. is the first time this is the first time we get uh, Tom Bosley. Amos Tupper. And yeah, Tom, Tom Bosley as Amos Tupper. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ethan... Feels like a regular, but I think he was only in like five episodes. Yeah, oh, really? Which is crazy. 
But uh, well, somebody else gets introduced, but we won't talk about that until later. Uh, we're not there as, yet. as a main player. This um, is only episode but, two. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, Carol Swarbrick plays Emma, the deputy for uh, for the the sheriff, and uh, this is the only episode she's in. But I thought she did really good. They should have kept her. Yeah, she she was a bit of a uh, a by the book sort of. Because exactly. when Jessica goes to her, says, oh, can you tell me where the sheriff is? She goes, no, he's on business. I will not divulge that information. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, then she, she gets... gets on the radio and <laughs> yeah, like, ah, where are you? Tupper, uh, Chef Tupper's looking for you. He's down at the beach. Uh, yeah, they found yeah. some stuff. Yeah. And then Jessica <laughs> just takes off. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, she's... she was only in one episode. And uh, I could have really seen her in a lot of episodes. Yeah, that would been good. I mean, I like the way as soon as Jessica enters the police station, she's getting the gun out. She's loading her gun. She's <laughs> getting oh, yeah, she's got a big shotgun she's messing around with. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would be good for a Curry character. Uh, I don't really remember a lot of the first season episodes. I don't know if I've seen them or not. That's it's interesting. This this episode I have seen before, but it not regularly. I saw it like one time. Yeah. And uh, and it was when I w- I was like, oh yeah, this other person who's normally in the show isn't on here yet, and uh, isn't even talked about. So no. you know that second person now we've got is. Ethan and Amos. Yes, that's it. That's of course, later on, people. it's going to be the Doc and yeah. uh, Amos. And uh, Ethan doesn't show up very much anymore. So you know, what's funny is also a number of people will show up in other roles. Yes, I bet. Yes. <laughs> Which so, is great. So, uh, what would you rate the mystery of this episode out of 10? Oh. Wow. Oh. Uh, if we do more of these, I'm going to have to really. Uh, figure out my scale for the the murder she wrote mysteries yes yeah. I, I take it you've have you seen the first one recently the sherlock one yes who killed sherlock holmes or the death of sherlock i haven't holmes. seen it recently uh, i've seen I it a couple this is, times this is a better remember. mystery on this one it's a better mystery yeah yeah i think so so and what did you guys give that like a seven yes a seven see i i, I watch your show yeah. <laughs> you, you, that could have been a lucky guess <laughs> <laughs> you guys read everything as seven yeah, we don't um, it's true well then i will give this a uh i will give this an eight an eight, an no, eight I'm, 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 as far as the mysteries go I, I i might i might actually like the first episode a little bit better all right just a little bit but uh the mystery in this one is a little bit better yeah, I, I would give it an eight as well. Yeah, I, I think right. the first episode is a little bit plodding. It's an hour and a half episode. At, at, it's not all mystery, you know. There's a lot of setup and doing this and doing that. Because uh, obviously it's the pilot. They wanted to show, you know, get, get Jessica out there. And uh, as we say, yeah. Angela Lansbury's acting in the first episode is so good. Yeah. You could see, see why they went with it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, of course, the pilot one was the big uh, hour and 30 minute one. And this yes. was the first episode that was like the 40, 45 yeah. minutes. And so I they did, really had to. I didn't realize it went to Cabot Cove so quickly. I thought, oh, when they started to run out of ideas, they go to to her home. But no, they're, they're right there. It's second episode. <laughs> yeah, there are, you know, later on in the series, she goes all over the world. But yes. there is a lot of episodes right there. Cabot Cove becomes a character itself yes. in the show. 
It's quite good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I'd go there. I don't know if I'd want to live there. I know some people no. live in Maine and yeah. If you haven't got a contract, don't exactly I wouldn't live love there. It. <laughs> What's that? If you haven't got a long term contract, I wouldn't live there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amos was all right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know I've seen other episodes in Covet Code later on, and Amos isn't there anymore. But <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, it's the other guy. I, w- I always want to say. Is- Tom Bosley, Charlie's Angels, but it's Tom Bosley Happy Days. <laughs> That's it, it. Always, it's always that way with yeah. Tom Bosley because you want to, you hear Bosley and right yeah. away you think uh, from Charlie's Angels, and uh, uh, it's making me upset that I'm not remembering that guy's name from Charlie's Angels. No, <laughs> yeah, isn't that Tom Bosley? Like no, that... no, Bosley was his name in the program. <laughs> yeah, Tom Bosley was in Happy Days. Bosley yeah. was in. Never mind. <laughs> yeah so that's uh that's the first well that's the first regular episode but that's uh the second episode second of episode she wrote yeah yeah and it's it pretty much uh, to formula isn't it it goes on from here the one of the great things in the show is right at the beginning you're like who's the one that's gonna die and yes. you know what you usually can figure it out right away Yes. Because they'll do, the show will come on and it'll just be sort of like a, a teaser of the show. Yes. And then the, da, 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 the intro starts. Yeah. But in that teaser, you'll always see somebody who's just a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Girl or guy, or a woman or man. It's just a, a bad person. You're like, okay, that's the one. He, yeah. They're it's, the one that's going to die. It did surprise me, the, the Ralph. They left all, oh, there's a person missing. Uh, could it be the same person? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That That was surprising. Yes. Because we're missing somebody, and we're like, okay, that's the dead person. No, yes. that was a red herring. Yes. They haven't even killed him yet. <laughs> <laughs> he was still alive at the time. <laughs> and uh, and uh, what's interesting, too, is in this one, Jessica knows the person, has met the person, yes. and befriended him. Yes. So it's a little more personal for her this time. It is. She, she got to know him uh, only a, briefly, as she, she admits. Because when she wants to identify the body, she says to the uh, sister, oh, I'd like to pay my respects. Because I briefly knew your father. They, they're all yeah. fine. And that's how she, she could identify that this was Ralph. Yeah, and the mortician's like, he looks peaceful. And he's like, no, he looks, he looks dead. dead. And, and she's not happy, is she, it. about it? You can see yeah. there's a little bit of anger in Jessica in this one. Yeah. Do you, do you think she got her pipe back? Yeah. <laughs> that that Meerschaum pipe ha- it was has, in his a, pocket. has a really good history now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, she's going to keep that where, where it was before. And be like, oh, Maybe every the time she sees cursed. That. <laughs> oh, boy. Because you, you never was... find out a lot about Jessica's husband still. You're still not there. I... No, it's one of those things where over the course of the entire series, you get little bits here and there. And uh, he had a heck of a life. <laughs> yeah. that, a lot of people a... knew him. That's a well they can keep going back to for a little while, which, which is clever, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there is one e- episode that really centers on him, isn't there? And the uh, the airplane and stuff. Yeah, the the Air Force one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that and, one. Uh, it was also Ralph asked if they ever had any kids, and she was like, "No, I, we were never blessed that way." That's and then right. I thought, "Well, they weren't blessed that way." But uh, Angela's cousins and Frank's cousins had tons of children. <laughs> yes, yes. Because Jessica's always Aunt Jessica to somebody. <laughs> she was. There's always some nephew or niece in, pro- in trouble. <laughs> and yeah. we know they didn't do it because they're related to her. So, 
Yeah. That's true. So, so you wanted to talk about your idea for a reboot of Murder, She Wrote? So, so no! You, should, you, think, you think it should no. be some sexy young blogger? Is that it? Is that what you said to me? Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Uh, I don't think that they... I really don't think that they could reboot Murder, She Wrote. First of all, there's how many episodes of the show? 264. Yeah, what's the point of rebooting it? We got like a, a library. They're of never Murder off telly. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? What story are you going to tell yes. that hasn't already been told? That's very true. And, uh, oh, you know what they, uh, and we don't want to see another Jessica Fletcher. She she was Jessica Fletcher forever. We, we don't need yeah. that. But you know what? I would watch a show called Cabot Cove. Oh, yes. <laughs> where Jessica Fletcher is never there. <laughs> she's never there because she's traveling around the world uh, accidentally uh, yeah, what, finding what, murders. What goes on in Cabot Cove when she's not there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be great. You could follow a deputy around or, yeah. you know. But you'd have and, to say uh, in, the, uh, in the, the late 80s, early 90s, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it was modern day, you'd be you'd be following a sheriff around or uh, the deputy around. Yeah, and uh, the the sh- whole show would be all about the fact that this is this little town, but they just have an unbelievable amount of crime. <laughs> uh, I think we have some shows like that anyway, called Midsummer Murders. <laughs> One of my favorite shows yeah. ever. Okay. So 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 you don't think they could do a murder he wrote? <laughs> oh. No, thank you. <laughs> well, well, the Jerry Jerry Fletcher and <laughs> murder he wrote. Yeah, oh. <laughs> could be one of our nephews. <laughs> oh my God, Grady. Grady, <laughs> yes, that's the one. Grady, he was in publishing, wasn't he? <laughs> I can't remember. He was in a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no longer work for them anymore. I do yeah. something else now. I've got this like, other job again? now. Where someone's going to get killed. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, Grady. Uh, Grady has a lot of jobs that he has, and a lot of different women. He's a he's a guy. That, that Grady. <laughs> he's the man. He was saying he's the yeah. man. <laughs> but that's that's for another that's that for another day for another discussion. Yeah. <laughs> and so wraps the end of episode two of the Fletcher Murder Files. I think that's what I called it. <laughs> Murder Files. Murder yeah. Files.